Um, okay. I'm going to get this shit started. All right. Okay. From Paramount Studios in Austin, Texas, I'm Hillary Livingston Butler. Winter is ending, spring is in the air, summer is around the corner. But those are not the seasons we're talking about today. It's awards season, baby, and your occasional entertainment hosts are back to prognosticate. I knew I was not going to pronounce that well. Prognosticate on the Oscars. What should win and what will probably win. Get ready to win your office pool. Um, I need Eliza Gibbons to my John Chess. So in the A24 studios in Linwood, Washington, it's Christy Wise. Hi, Christy. Hello. Hello. Um, as usual, we'll do some small talk, mailbag, medium talk, TC recommends, and how you can get involved with the show. Um, okay, obviously, it's just us two. We were like talking about the Oscars. Christy brought it up. We should do an Oscars show. And it was like, when should we do it? Um, you know, should we should we do it? You know, it, our show drops, you know, Sunday night, early Monday morning, really Sunday night, because I want to wait up for it to <laughs> post and I'm not going to wait up until like one in the morning or whatever. <laughs> so um, we're like, uh, you know, it has to actually come out. It's a little bit early, but it has to come out before the Oscars. And also, I am going to Great Wolf Watch next week. Uh, <laughs> so recording and editing might be a problem for me because I will be um, in the chlorine-soaked um, confines of Grapevine, Texas, um, where I will be watching the Oscars and from a hotel room. We'll see how that works out. But I, we, I will be there. I'm gearing up. They have been sending me emails to book a cabana or all the add-on packages, <laughs> which I, I, I'm like... Do I add these on? Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to overspend, but I also like want to get the full experience. I don't fucking know. I don't know what to do about this, but I, Sunday night, I will be watching the Oscars there. So I, that being said, we are going to do the Oscars like Facebook, not Facebook live, but we're going to be live Facebooking the whole deal. So it should be fun. I mean, last year I remember I was like, I remember even saying, I'm having a great time. This is so fun. I love this. And then, you know. The inevitable. Well, it's not the inevitable. The like, it was not inevitable. The like shocking thing happened, right. and it was like, what is? Go- we were like, what's going? Yeah. That was insane. That was insane. Yes. Like, I almost. It's so funny because I've been thinking about this. Like, uh, again, I regularly watch the Moonlight um, La La Land <laughs> thing. I mean, Christy and I both do. Like, it's something that is like, do you want to watch this again on YouTube? Like, you've watched it several times. Do you want to watch it again? I've never, except if it's like come at me i've never rewatched the slap thing because it uh-uh. was just so dark and weird and there's you know we really declined to super discuss it mostly because it had been discussed so much and it was like i don't feel like i'm in a place to discuss it but it was so dark and so i don't know multifaceted that it just seemed like i, I don't, i'm not interested in discussing this and i haven't really circled back on it that much i honestly forgot that it happened until there was a news like whatever that I get news update that said that Chris is going to speak on it for the first time. And I was like, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that happened like oh, yeah, a year ago. Yeah. 
I mean, I know somebody, a guy I work with saw um, Chris Rock on tour here in Austin, and he did talk about it, kind of, like it was sort of, but in a kind of funny, I don't know, way. I, It's so weird. Dave and I talk about it a lot uh, with a lot of comedians, like Chris Rock, Bill Burr, um, who's the guy, what's his name? Meredith was talking about him last week. The guy from, my, this is just my old lady brain that's fritzing out. Um, you know, he lives in Ohio. And he's, oh, uh, he's funny, uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He's... Dave Chappelle. And like a lot of these comedians who start off being sort of of the people a little bit, they make so much money that then they become like not of the people anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that you always have to be of the people, but like, it's almost like they're unrelatable and you can't relate to them anymore. And I find them not as funny. And I, I mean, I guess I don't, I wish them success, but success often brings like unrelatability where you're like, your problems are that your tax bill is too high, I guess. But like, (laughs) or you like have to like pay your agent a lot of money or whatever, but I don't know. It starts to not be funny. And I, I kind of find that with Chris Rock. While I don't think he should have been slapped necessarily, I think, um, I don't know, some of his, when I've heard him talking about it, I'm like, it just sounds kind of gross and weird. And I, I'm, I'm glad that it's sort of behind us. And it's not necessarily something that we've like thought about a ton. Yeah. I don't know. It was, yeah, it was dark. But um, anyway, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes this year. Um, you know. I like, oh, hold on. Sorry. Sneeze. One second. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo. I edit that one out. Um, <laughs> I, um, as you'll hear when we talk, I have not seen a ton of movies this year. Christy's seen a lot. <laughs> Bless. Um, excuse me. Um, Christy's seen a lot, but I've listened to a lot of podcasts about uh the movies that have come out i listen to a lot of movie podcasts and it seems like this year with the exception of like top gun maybe and maybe like no i mean there's been a lot of dark and serious movies this year so i don't know it seems like somewhat less fun but then there's everything everywhere all at once which is like fun i mean it has its darkness to it but it's sort of like an exciting movie i don't know it'll be an interesting vibe this year I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it turns yeah. out. I mean, with like Jimmy Kimmel, I don't know. I always feel, I actually think he's a decent host because he knows how to host, which is, is like an underrated value in somebody, somebody who knows how to like move things along mm-hmm. and like transition. That's actually like a skill. It kind of seems superficial, but it is a skill. Uh, but I think it'll be interesting to see how he navigates it. And he's going to have to talk about last year. So anyway, it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Um, anyway, so that's it. But yes, join us on Facebook and we will be recapping it. Um, or, you know, doing it live. We're doing it live. Um, okay. Moving on to the mailbag, uh, question of the week last week was what would be your last meal? Um, we didn't get a ton, but we did get some good answers. I thought, Mm -hmm. um, Amanda says, mine would be the gooeyest, cheesiest, creamiest fettuccine Alfredo with sautéed mushrooms, zucchini, and asparagus, and really good garlic bread. Tiramisu for dessert. I want that that's meal, really too. Yeah. That sounds... Christy, that's right up your alley. It's like... You know. It's vegetarian, but it's mm-hmm. like cheesy and delicious. And I had yeah, totally forgot about tiramisu. That's like my favorite dessert. I know. Tiramisu is so good. It's so good. It reminds me of Sleepless in Seattle when he's like... He says something like, 
do you know about tiramisu? And he's like, no, I don't. What is it? And he's like, you'll love it. And I think he thinks it's like a sexual position. But it was such like a 90s. It's like it seemed so um, like, ooh, like chic in the 90s. And now it's a little bit more commonplace. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I thought it was like very, you know, exciting. Ooh, but it's delicious. Um, Alan says grilled ribeye steak, fresh Dungeness crab, crusty bread with lots of butter, grilled asparagus on the side, fresh baked blackberry pie for dessert. That also sounds really good. I enjoy. Minus the Um, steak. I'm in. (laughs) You're like, I'm right there. Um, finally, Carolyn says, I haven't listened to the episode yet, but I really want to weigh in on this. I like spicy food. Not every food artificially spicy. I mean, foods that should be spicy. Chili should be peppery. Gumbo gumbo should have a strong cayenne flavor. Curry should be complex. Wasabi should be aggressive and not watered down with mayonnaise. It's hard for me to find anything spicy enough to eat outside of Thai and some Chinese, and I can't make anything spicy enough for me that my husband or friends would eat. For my last meal, I like to make myself chili and gumbo that are perfectly spicy enough for me with bean tostadas and limeade to drink. Tiramisu for dessert. Nice. Yeah, that's two tiramisus. <coughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. Something got up my nose. Ugh, hold on. Me and Buddy are both yeah. <laughs> barking. Um, yeah, no, that sounds really, really good. I um, made this soup last night, which is weird because it's like 80 degrees, but it was just like what I had lined up for the week and it was really good it was just like a chicken it was almost like a tortilla soup but not exactly but it was really really good but it did call for diced jalapenos which I'm I'm fine with spicy like Dave's tolerance is way higher than mine but I really I can handle a fair amount of spice Bridget actually surprisingly is loves spicy food uh my other little one is like he is of his Irish um, heritage <laughs> ranch is too spicy like, oh, Oh, yes. He's like, that's so spicy. (laughs) There's this taco casserole thing that I make that's so good. It's basically just like cheese and beef Mm -hmm. or whatever, but it's really delicious. Um, And it calls for Rotel. And I usually just get like whatever the regular Rotel. And he's like, it's so spicy. (laughs) That's my imitation of Rory. And I had to get the mild Rotel, which I honestly don't think is that different. But he, I like show him the can. He's like, okay, all right. I honestly think sometimes the suggestion of spicy is what like freaks about. Anyway little babies um but yes thank you these all sound delicious and i haven't eaten dinner yet so i am i'm i'm gonna think about what i want i wish i had tiramisu because that sounds really good um all right moving on to the main show Um, I think we did this last year or some version of it. We've done probably for the last couple mm-hmm. of years, but where um, Christine and I like to think about what's going to win and what should win. So we're going to go through the major um, awards and we're not going to do writing or editing no. because, you know, I'm boring. I, I care, but <laughs> I don't really care, but I care, but I don't care. But we, we would make this like five hours if we just. <laughs> yes, exactly. 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 So we're going to go through the acting uh, awards and then director and picture. Um, okay. So we're going to start with, and how we're going to do it is, I think maybe we should do like, I think we should do what we think should win and mm-hmm. then 
swoop in with what what will but okay. I you know what I was thinking about today is there was that one year that we were like guaranteed Chadwick Boseman will win you can bet a million dollars on this and then he didn't win and we were like oh shit <laughs> sorry um so we're good but sometimes we're not that yeah. good um he was robbed okay he was robbed yeah. I mean I like Anthony Hopkins he seems like a nice man but he already has one yeah. and who saw the father Nobody. no one okay so, so for supporting actress, uh, the actress in the supporting role, I'm so sorry. Um, these are the nominees. Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Hong Chow in The Whale, Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inishirin, Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Okay. Who should win, Christy? Okay. So I think Stephanie Hsu should win. For this movie, and Angela Bassett should win for her um, whole catalog career. of career. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's been robbed so many times. I know. I mean, and she, um, what's love got to do with it? That was a really tough yes. year. Like, she, it was like she was almost never going to win, but she was amazing in that. And she's amazing. And she did the thing. Yep. I'm not going to say, I'm not going <laughs> to sing the song, but. Um, <laughs> in Black but, Panther, she's barely in it. I mean, it was emotional yeah. because they dealt with his death um yes and but i didn't love the movie like i wanted to oh. there are some like issues with it but stephanie Shu, like there should have been a co-lead actress in that movie because that's yeah that's kind of yeah. like what she serves as mm -hmm. i know i this one's really tough because again like i said i've barely seen anything but i um like i want angela bassett to win i don't if you had asked me a week ago, I would have been like, she's totally going to win. Mm -hmm. But I kind of don't think she is because I think that the Academy members, the older Academy members are um, so reticent to award a Marvel movie that mm -hmm. they like kind of can't handle it. So I, Good. so, and it's going to be the, the discourse on it is going to be like exhausting mm -hmm. because Angela Bassett should have won an Oscar by now. And Anyway, I, I want her to win. But I've also heard Stephanie. She was, like, amazing. And she seems super fun. Like, she was mm -hmm. on Los Culturistas. I think she's friends with them and, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But, you know, we'll just see. I think who will win. I've really, like, thought long and hard about this. And I've, heard, and I've listened to many people talk about it. Um, so, okay. So what people think, Angela Bassett... That's a possibility. But then, okay, so a lot of people think that Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu are going to... Um, cancel uh, each other out. Cancel each other out. And then Hong Chow, she's not going to win because, uh, like, the only thing that might win for the whale is, is Brendan Fraser, maybe. But, like, but then that leaves Carrie Condon, which, uh, Chrissy, you saw that movie. Mm -hmm. I've heard Carrie Condon interviewed, and she's delightful. She's a delightful Irish lady. Like, she's really funny, and I think she's been sort of a workhorse of a... Of a um, actress like she's been in stuff for a long time and you know she's in her 40s she's been around for a long time but didn't you say that that is basically like she doesn't she also doesn't have that many scenes no. and she's like the woman in that movie yep. yeah yeah. I, yeah I don't even know why she got nominated I mean she did fine it's just like if they had a step below supporting role that's what she would be <laughs> featured role yeah because it's an all-male movie in an all-male town basically yeah um 
And yeah, she's, she's the lady. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> she is okay. That's she's kind of like, oh, these men, like y'all yeah, are ridiculous. Like you're annoying. Get yeah. your shit together. Yeah. Which, I know. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this one shakes out. I really, I do. I don't really have like a passionate feeling about it, but I I want Angela Bassett to win because mm-hmm. it would be lovely if she won. But then I see like it'd be really fun if Jamie Lee Curtis won because you know she's kind of wild, but also yeah. she's also a mess too. But and her speech would be unhinged. Oh, I can't like, wait. It would be, <laughs> I mean, and she'd be like crying and talking about her parents and all of that shit. So. Yeah, I I think Will, I'm leaning towards Angela Bassett. I just feel like it might happen, but with a close second to Carrie Condon. I think the other oh, one's... Oh, okay. I, that's just what I'm feeling. I think it's between Angela Bassett and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. Guys, we're not giving you good answers, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. All right. This next one, best um, actor in a supporting role. I'm going to read the nominees. It is Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan, which is surprising to me that that's how it's pronounced, but it is, in The Banshees of Inishirin, and Ki Kwan in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I think we can agree this is like the only one that I know for sure. Oh, 100%. And it's what I the- want. Yeah, it's Ki Kwan. Yeah. Like, he is going to win. It's going to make me cry. His speech um, will be amazing. Yes, he's awesome. He's so, such a sweetheart. Uh, hot tip, follow him on Instagram because he's fun, especially right now, because he like unapologetically takes um, like selfies with people and will just post them, like just with famous <laughs> he's people. He's such a fanboy. I, I love it so much. Yes, yeah. I know. And he's, you know, we did a freaking Goonies mo- mm-hmm. uh, podcast. Like he's been in our lives for so long. He is in my least favorite Indiana Jones. Well, the movie that scared me the most when I was a kid, I yeah. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, like petrified me when I was a little kid. But I thought he was cool, like he was like a cool, fun kid. He seemed like I don't know, you wanted to hang out with him. And it's so weird. I know this is so dumb, and it sounds like high logic. I'm not high, but it's like, man, time. Like I, yeah. he is like a little kid yeah. in my head, and like I'm younger than he is, but he, like, he's in his fifties. That's weird. That's weird. So. You, you've listened to a lot of podcasts. I only know of those two movies. Has he had other roles? He was in Encino Man. Yeah. I only know that because he and Brendan Fraser, like, have had moments on the red carpet okay. and stuff because <laughs> they were in Encino Man together. And it's like they started way back when. I think he did, like, some stuff. I think he did behind the scenes stuff. I think that's just, like, oh, what okay. happened. You know, it's like you can't get jobs. Or or you're getting, like, a long dug dong um, exactly kind of situation side note i'm gonna take a little tangent really quickly the other day we didn't end up watching a movie the other day i was trying to think of a movie to watch with the kids when dave was out of town and i was like you know going through my brain but then also just like looking on the internet of what's streaming what i don't have to pay for on amazon or whatever and i you know 16 Candles and the law. I was thinking, oh, maybe the John Hughes movies. And then thinking, well, at this moment, 16 Candles is the only one like that I think they would enjoy just because I remember as a kid thinking um, the Breakfast Club was like boring until I was older. Like, it's I was, all like, oh, a lot of talking. So much talking. And then I thought I loved Pretty in Pink, but that's and Bridget might like it, but 
it's also a little bit like darker. It's not as funny or anything. I mean, there's Ducky, mm-hmm. but like it's not as funny. And I was like, oh, maybe 16 Candles. And I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, there's so much in it. There's so much racism. Mm-hmm. There's so much like kind of sexual assault also. Yep. And not even kind of like sexual assault. He's showing her underwear. There's just all this stuff that was so... I don't know, like appropriate, not appropriate, but like accepted in the eighties that I'm like, and I don't want to be the killjoy in a movie and be like, let's pause really quickly and talk talk about this. this. (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I want them to watch it, but then also don't want them to watch it. I don't know. I don't know where I stand. What about Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Have you? We watched that. We watched that and they loved it. They loved it. It just was 16 Candles was such a big movie when I was Mm -hmm. a kid that it's like, oh, I want them to watch it. And now I'm like, but I mean, I guess I can just do my parental duty and and talk them through it Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's okay. But yeah, I mean, I was just thinking about the guy that plays Long Duck Dong, which, you know, I'm sure Kiki Kwan was up for roles like that you know mm-hmm. that was like you're the funny asian guy you yeah. know you you talk funny and and it makes everybody laugh and that's just like so depressing to think mm-hmm. about and i'm happy that he was able to i don't know find something that tapped into not just you know he's talking about an immigrant experience in this but like also you know you're a whole person you're not just a a foreign person it, the yeah. i forgot have you seen this one no, okay. I haven't seen anything. I swear, I've seen like Top Gun. This is so pathetic. I've seen Top Gun, which, like, side note, it was fine. Like, I had a good time, but it was like, and I get that it like saved movies or whatever, but like, it was fine. Like, it was fun. I had a good time. It was like a fun time at the movie theater. I'm glad we went to the movie theater to see it. It was, you know, basically Star Wars. It was Star Wars. Yeah, it was Star Wars. Yeah, and I was like, okay, like I can buy a bonnet on this way. Sure, yeah. that's fun. I used to have a crush on Tom Cruise. Like, whatever you know fine um but no i i that's like basically the only movie that i've seen pathetically oh i have seen i did see she said which like wasn't nominated for anything i did see that because you know i like a journalism movie but yes i have not seen this and i think it's streaming now on like peacock or something one of those it Um, is definitely streaming let me see if i I wrote it down this weekend oh so i play i i loved it um i played it when i was um, so it was, it's been free since uh, Christmas because I watched, I made my dad watch it and I was like, dad, oh, right, right, all right. these movies are going to get, this movie is going to get nominated for like everything. He's like, let's do it. And he kept turning around and glaring at me. And then, and, like, and then when it was over, he goes, you're not going to recommend this to people, are you? He was like so <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> you're like, listen, different strokes, man. Exactly. Whatever. I really liked Whatever. it. Whatever. Good. Well, I I definitely want to see it. Dave saw it and he was like, that was different than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But he liked it a lot. He just, I think it was just different than he thought yeah. it was going to be. So, um, okay. Moving on to, let's, let's switch it up. Let's do actor. Okay. Actor in a leading role. The nominees are Austin Butler, the man who screws up my SEO in Elvis. <laughs> Uh, Colin Farrell, the Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser in The Whale, Paul Meskel in After Sun, and Bill Nye in Living. Um, okay, who do you think should win? Okay. Okay. All of these men just played men. Some of them <laughs> took on an accent. Some wore a fat suit. I do have to say that I didn't get to see After Sun or Living because they were hard to find. After Sun yeah. just came to streaming recently, so or like, I want to watch that because I like. Oh, it looks school. really good. Yeah. Um. So, 
who should win is someone that wasn't wasn't nominated, which is Jeremy Pope from The Inspection. I haven't seen it yet, but just from the extended trailers, yeah, he's amazing. And I'm so yes, mad he, he wasn't. This is just like a bunch of white guys that are like yeah. being dudes, like yep. And like I haven't even seen it. so the whale after I sun and Liv- can't I can't watch the the whale. But what I've seen so far is it's Brendan Fraser in a fat suit and prosthetics uh, sitting. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yes, that's like with an oxygen <laughs> thing on uh, in his nose, and I'm like, I there. I, I think I said this before, but like Darren Aronofsky's movies, all of them, I've realized every single one that I've seen, and I've seen like three or four of them, like um, Black Swan and The Wrestler, and I've seen another one. Every single one of his movies, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm glad I saw that, but I'm never going to watch it again. There is no part of me that ever want to, wants to watch that again. Like, the one I liked the most was Black Swan because it actually, like, you know, had women in it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, and it was, like, centered on women, and I like ballet stuff. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's cool, and it's, it was kind of interesting, but it was so gory. And yeah. Like, oh, the fingernail does, part? Oh. I still think about and that. It, <laughs> and he does just, like, so much body horror kind of mm-hmm. and not in the like saw way but in the like actual real way that I just don't it's his aesthetic is not my preferred aesthetic I don't I don't it's just not for me and I it's so weird with Brendan Fraser like I wish Brendan Fraser well like I think he seems like a sweetheart he was treated really poorly uh mm-hmm. by the industry I think he was sexually assaulted which mm-hmm. is awful and he's come through a lot I love school ties even though oh my I gosh. did rewatch it recently and it's so fucking corny but I love it so much and he was such a cutie um and I really root for him <sighs> I don't know. Okay, so as far as, like, who I want to win, I think that I don't – like you say, these are just, like, all dudes. Paul Maskell, I think, will be nominated again. He's super young. He's not going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Colin Farrell. I think he seems like a, a sweetie as well. Like, he got sober, and he just, like – I don't know. There's something about him. Like, he had a sex tape, but it was, like – I didn't watch it. But, like, seemingly it was, like, a very consensual kind of, like – nice sex tape from what I've heard and it was obviously like he didn't release it or anything and it was just like released I don't know even in his drunken state he seemed like he was kind of like a nice guy and uh, anyway of all of these people I'm like oh I'd like to see him win because I think that he's done some really good work and he's done some really weird work and I kind of for somebody who's like a good looking guy Mm -hmm. I kind of like it when they go a little bit weird um I love um I love Bill Nye I mean Love actually is a, you know, is a complicated movie, is a flawed movie, but he's so funny in it. And I have always loved it. What's the movie with him? Oh, shoot. It makes me cry so hard. Wait, hold on. Stand by. He's in this movie where he plays the dad and he's with Brendan Gleeson's son. And it makes me cry every single time I watch it. Hold on. I'm going to get to it soon. What was it? And they, they like go back in time or no they, yeah that you can like go back in time and like redo parts of your life shoot why is this not coming up um bill nye time travel about time god jesus christ okay it's called about time it's so good and i cry so hard in it it's very corny but it's so good um anyway i so i love him from that okay 
If you had asked me before the SAG Awards who I thought was going to win, I would have said, hands down, it's going to be Austin Butler mm-hmm. because he just like had it. He's still embodying Elvis. I don't know. Like, it's weird. I've heard he's, while the movie is imperfect, Dave saw it and he was like, no, he's really good in it. Like, he does a good job of being Elvis. Like, he's good. It's a weird movie. Um, But then Brendan Fraser won the SAG. So I'm confused now. So now I used to think it was between Austin Butler and Colin Farrell. But now I think it's between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser. I kind of think Austin Butler is going to win. I, I kind of think I do too. I don't be- know because of this because Lisa Marie and loved I know. it, and so I think I know. people and voted she for died. that. I think that they I voted know. for her, not for him. Yes, I agree. I agree. So yeah, I think it's going to be Austin Butler. I, I Paul Mescal and Bill Knight are like they're out. Like they're not going to win. No, that's not going to happen. And Paul Mescal being nominated was like, yay! Like he's a really promising young actor, and that's great. But I really, I think it's Austin Butler. Well, it was hard to see those movies. It was really like totally almost impossible. Colin Farrell basically played himself. I think of him just being this like kind of dopey Irish guy. Irish guy, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, what and he it's played. Like, so it's basically like you find out your friends don't really like you. Is that the concept of the movie? He's just kind of dumb. And then like one guy I think is having like a exis- what existential crisis. Existential crisis. And he's like, yes. I'm, I don't want to spend any time with people that annoy me or that don't bring anything to my life. And I, mean, I get that. And then, but they live in this tiny village. There's not much to do. <laughs> and Colin Farrell does not get it. And he keeps like, but come on, come on. Like a, you know, like a little puppy. Like, but, but, yeah. but. Why don't you want to be friends with me? <laughs> and oh so it's God. just like a quiet, it was beautiful because it's, you know, Irish countryside. There's lots of sheep. Yeah. Um, fun <laughs> accents, but like nothing really happens. You know, it's those movies that the Academy loves because you're like, oh, okay. I just no, spent, no, nothing happens at the end. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, those are, those. you're like, am I not smart enough to figure this out? Like, is there something deeper in this that like, I just am not getting or something, but it's like, no, it's just like a vibe. Like that's, it's just like a vibe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, okay. Listen, sometimes I can go with a vibes movie, but when you're like, okay, this is supposed to be really good. And then you're like, that's it. Okay. Okay. I guess. Um, no, I'll watch it. I mean, I told, actually, Brendan Gleeson was in a movie called The Guard. Brendan Gleeson was nominated for Sporting. Mm-hmm. He's in a movie called The Guard. I really like him. And I like, um, you know, I like Donald Gleeson. I like his family. Like, they're good actors. I enjoyed, you know, their redheadedness. Mm-hmm. Like, I enjoy, I think Donald Gleeson's really cute. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I Maybe I'll, well, I said I was going to watch it with Dave because he could like Irish explain to me mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, what's going on here? What are they saying? Um, yeah. Why do they say feck all the time? Yeah. I mean, I know why they say feck all the time. I definitely had to have the subtitles on. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, subtitles are like mandatory now, yeah. especially if there's any, if there is anything with like an English accent or something, I'm mm-hmm. like, subtitles on. Also, it feels like, and this is, could just be my old age, is that music is like double the loudness and the talking is like yes. almost mumbling. Yes. Yes, I feel that too, where it's like, can we quiet down? Music yeah. real quick. I can't understand what they're saying. Also, um, sometimes note, you- people in my house like to ask me a million questions while mm-hmm. <laughs> we've had to tell Rory, like, 
Okay. This is actually why it's better for Rory to see a movie in the theater as opposed to mm-hmm. like at home because in the theater he knows. Yep, it's dark. Like, Just eat yeah, your you popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We can ask questions. Like think about the question, lodge it in your brain, yeah. <laughs> come back to it. Totally. Later. Um no, I was thinking about subtitles for um for like random stuff and I remember in the 90s on MTV they had um um, oh my God, I am seriously having so many se- senior moments. Mm-hmm. Who is like the Gall- Noel Gallagher and Liam Gallagher? What was their band? Um, uh, you know, mm. sh- Jesus Christ, Hillary, what is going on? I thought on you were talking about the uh, Shameless family. No, no, um, they band for what? I'm oh my looking God, it up. They- no, um, Oasis. Jesus Oasis. Christ. Oh my God. Okay. Yes. Um, I remember they were interviewed and they're like from Manchester or something, somewhere from like the Midlands in England. Yeah. They're from Manchester and they fully had to subtitle them because it was like, <laughs> I don't understand what they're saying. Like they're speaking English, yeah. but it's like, Is it I, though? <laughs> it's like kind of English, yeah. but not really. Oh God. Um, no, yeah. The, um, it, I, I, yeah, I, I want to see the Manchester and Sugar, but I'm going to like, maybe I'll just get stoned before. And it's like, okay, that's just <laughs> scenery. This is fun. Um, okay, moving on. Actress in a leading role. The nominees are Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, okay, I think I know who you want to win. Yeah, Michelle Yeoh. I think I would. Yes. And I think she should win. I Mm -hmm. totally think she should win. I mean, she should. I don't even think she was nominated for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is insane Mm -hmm. if you watch that again, because it's just like a feat. Like she's a feat. And I, one of my new comfort movies, now this is not a a new movie, but it's like a new comfort movie for me, is Crazy Rich Asians, Mm -hmm. because I canonically love. Um, movies about rich people so it's like especially surprising rich people (laughs) yes when you're like oh surprise i'm rich um it makes me so happy but she's so good in that like she is so she should have been nominated for best supporting actress she's so good in it she's steely but like conveys the emotion without conveying the without being dramatic like she's just really good in it um and i i would love to see her do it and not for nothing she's so beautiful like she's just beautiful to watch and I know that that's not like the point of it but it kind of is the point sometimes and uh, yeah that she's very cool did you hear on Las Culturistas lately it was recent. Uh, I heard it when they yeah she they re-ran it t- oh, today okay. yesterday um, but I heard it and I remember sometimes I get really nervous when big stars are mm-hmm. on podcasts because I'm like do they know what a podcast is? Well, like, and especially because that one has a couple bits that they do. Yes. Yes. I was, and I was like nervous that she was not going to like vibe with it or whatever. Yeah. Or like she speaks English perfectly fluently, but like, is there going to be a cultural thing that like gets missed or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just get nervous that it's just not going to play. And she was fantastic on it. She was so good. She was down. Yeah. And she was, yeah, she was game. And she, yeah. like that kind of endeared me to her mm-hmm. because I was like oh she's cool like she's a cool lady and she's you know she's been around the block she knows what's up well I just um, was um because she did you hear the story about how the ring from Crazy Rich Asians was hers like from her private no. collection holy shit yeah. 
that uh is amazing yeah yeah no she's yeah she's she's awesome i think she's really cool and and it's cool that she would do a movie like this because mm-hmm. she's just like so beautiful and glamorous and this is kind of like a sort of a down and dirty movie yep. from you know it's like she's got a really be in it and she's like essentially in every scene right mm-hmm. like she's pretty much yep. in every scenario see and there should um, be a category for that yes always the most <laughs> yeah, the, the most. most actress <laughs> yeah um this one is interesting this i i again if you had asked me a week ago i think i would have said kate blanchett but it, michelle yo won won the um sag so i'm like is it going to be Michelle Go? I mean, the thing about Kate Blanchett, and I like Kate Blanchett. I do. I like her. I heard her on Fresh Air the other day, though she was very like. I mean, it was Fresh Air, so she was like putting on her like NPR mm-hmm. like fake voice accent. And, yes, like mm-hmm. well, and like talking about music, whatever. And I was a little bit barfy about it, but I I like her. I think she it can be fun and funny. I love her fashion. I think it's very mm-hmm. cool. She has won two Oscars though. Like it's, and she she's is a done. really she's good fine. actress, but she's not like she's fine. She has her Oscars, and I know that this is a commanding performance. Did you see Tar? Mm-hmm. You saw it, didn't you? I did not and like you it. You were a little bit like question mark. What's going on? Yeah, like, I just not yeah. like it. It was yeah, it was really bad. I mean, I know people love it, and it's like top movie for a lot of people. But I did not like it. I didn't get it. I it's not for me. That kind of music isn't for me. So um, yeah, no. sorry, so Bobby. Like, uh, <laughs> but I know. So you're like you're. I know, and it's like when you're supposed to be stirred by like Bach. And I heard her like say Bach, and I was, and I know it's how you're supposed to pronounce it. But it's like Bach, and I was like, oh god, oh, god. yeah. Um, but um, yeah. I don't know, but I think the number one movie that you like hated the most is Blonde. You watched Blonde, didn't you? I did. Or you tried to? Oh my god, oh, Christy. Um, so I did watch it. It felt like a fever dream. It took me five times. I'm not exaggerating to get through that. Oh my god. Um, oh my god. It usually with movies like that, I have you know I'm Wikipediaing like this, and I was like, oh my god, fuck this, and um. Yeah, I was, I'm angry that she's nominated, like, actually, like, to the core of me. The movie I yeah. didn't, I got five minutes in and said, I'm done, is uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-uh. Hell no, no. Not interested. Hell no. no. So that That is, like, one, a war movie, which yep. I have minimal interest in. Yep. Two, it's not in English, which, like, I'm not no. against foreign movies, but I'm like, I don't want to watch a war movie that I also have to watch the screen constantly yes. because I don't understand what they're saying. Yeah, and maybe it gets better. Yeah. Maybe there's a, a plot somewhere, but I, I could not. I could not. And, I mean, I'm really, really, really... So I, I think I told... I think I messaged you when I watched Woman King. I was re mad that Viola Davis wasn't nominated. And then I watched Till yesterday. And then I was re re mad that Danielle Deadweiler didn't get nominated. The Anna de Armas should not be on this list. This Andrea Riseborough in a movie that probably doesn't exist should not be on this. Michelle Williams, if she was bumped down to supporting, which I believe is where she should be, maybe she would have had a chance to win. But it's so weird that she decided to go in support. It's just weird. Like, it's like, from all intents and purposes, I think she's a supporting actress in this. But mm-hmm. it's like, she's the woman. So that they, like, put her in and the... I mean, I know there's, like, a sister. But, like, she's the woman character. And when I got out of the theater... I mean, it was fine. The movie was fine. Yeah. I, like, really Googled, like, did Steven Spielberg's mom have an annoying voice? Because she was, like, talking in this voice that <laughs> I don't even think that his mom probably has. 
but just like wanted to have a thing. You know that this yes. kind of like when yes. uh, what was it's it? Like, this that is my movie, affect. What was the movie when Angelina Jolie had a Greek accent and no one else did in the movie, and so then it was oh, out of place? Yeah. Was that with Colin Farrell oh, too? I think so. Shit. Yes, I know. It. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. And you're like, did you just like want to have an accent? Yes. Was it just like you wanted to have fun? Because she's probably like, I- I'm gonna have. This is my Oscar movie. <laughs> it's so. I don't. It's so weird. I mean. For Michelle Williams, like, you know, best friend of Busy Phillips mm-hmm. is how I know her. Um, and, you know, I always root for somebody who was formerly on a show that I Dawson's enjoyed, good. a teen show, though I hated her on it. I was like, oh, Ugh, I Jen. hated her. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, God, get out of here, Jen. I support her. Like, I, I, I think she's a good, there are things I've seen her in that I think are good. Mm-hmm. I just, this is. This ain't it, girl. And you, you chose wrong. Like you, your strategist chose wrong. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think, I hope it'll be Michelle Yeoh. I would <sighs> not be surprised at either Michelle Yeoh or Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Those are the top two. Like those are the, really the only two. I, if, <laughs> if Andrea Riseboro won, I mean, <laughs> again, she's like, she's one of those people who like. Again, she's. I've seen her in like two things, and I was like, "Yeah, she was good." I don't know. Like, she was in that movie about um, uh, Battle of the Sexes with you know Emma Stone, and like, but I couldn't point her out of a lineup. Like, I yeah. do do not know what she looks like. She looks different in literally everything, which I guess is the sign of a good kind of journeyman actress, but or journey woman actress. But yeah, I she's. It seems very very weird and that you know they did an investigation on it and it kind of was like okay it bordered on illegal is the wrong mm-hmm. word but like inappropriate but it wasn't but when you get all of your famous friends to I don't know like stump for you it's like is this it's like you know like for the school president or something you know it's just this weird popularity contest and it's like okay nobody has seen this movie the only thing I knew about that movie was that Mark Maron was in it that was the only (laughs) thing that I knew about it I was like okay that's weird Mark Maron's in a movie okay I didn't Um, even know that yeah it's so weird anyway I I, I do hope Michelle Yeoh doesn't what this feels like to me this year and I could be wrong and just jaded but it's like they said, we're nominating a bunch of Asians. We're just like going to lock everyone we're else good. out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, so yeah. mad about it. I know. It's, and you know, it's better than it was before, but it is still <laughs> like, there are these like glares, these glaring um, omissions that are, I don't know. It's sort of sad. You're like, this one was right here. The Woman King was right here. Gina, mm-hmm. Gina Prince Blythewood has... Um, directed some like pretty amazing movies and you could have nominated her and instead you chose to nominate the same you know people that are always nominated and you know yet again not no woman and no like woman of color I don't Mm -hmm. know it's just sort of depressing they just have to like keep in their lanes so and and like the woman king made money that's the thing that's so crazy like it did well it did better than like you know to Leslie it was so good <laughs> it was it was I know and I think it did better than like the Fablemans and shit like oh. it did better than those movies yeah it's um, it's so good and talk about like coming on to an accent and changing your body like just watch that and then yeah. go to Banshees of Insurance and say oh look at those guys they did an accent and that's yeah, their own the accent. accent that they know <laughs> I know the accent they normally have they're like oh I don't have to pretend to speak like um 
unaccented English. Right. Now I can just like rely back on my Irish accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. Um, okay. And our final award. Dun, 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 dun. Who's going to, who's going to present it? I don't know. I don't know who's presenting. I, hopefully it's not uh, Warren Beatty and, <laughs> okay, so is there a so you know like usually it's the actor that won the year before gives it to the next one. Yeah, is there to the actress? Usually. What and what are they going to do about Will Smith? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be. It's not going to be Chris Rock. Oh, that would like be Wiki so Wiki. funny! <laughs> oh my gosh! Please do that. I hope they oh hear us. God. Oh my gosh! I know. Is it going to be Chris Rock? They did announce like the people that were presenting, but it was just, but it wasn't attached to anything. Mm. But then I think for Best Picture, it's usually like, it's sort of weird because, um, like sometimes they'll do it where they're like. They'll do somebody, if they think somebody is going to win, mm-hmm. like if it's kind of a guaranteed, they'll do like somebody that they're like, rela- not related to, but like somebody they have a relationship with. Mm. So um, in my Tishy Recommends, I talk about, I'm going to talk about this book, Oscar Wars. And he, the author talks about when it was Saving Private Ryan and Shakespeare in Love. And the person that was presenting Best Picture was Harrison Ford. And I think they just assumed it was going to be... Yeah. They knew it was tight, but they mm-hmm. thought it was going to be Saving Private Ryan. And they're like, great, let's get Harrison Ford. He's a big star. This will be fun. And, uh, you know, and then when he reads it, apparently he's like, Shakespeare in love? <laughs> like, he's a little bit kind of like, mm. um, controversially, and in college, this was controversial. Obviously, I abhor Harvey Weinstein. He is a trash monster, disgusting person, rotten hell. However, he did produce some good movies. I love Shakespeare in Love. I think it's a really good movie <laughs> and I have rewatched it recently and I'm like, it's still a good movie. Now, Saving Private Ryan is a good movie as well. Like, obviously, Steven Spielberg is a good filmmaker and the first 20 minutes are, you know, some of the best filmmaking mm-hmm. like ever. Um, but it, again, it's not a movie that I'm going to really rewatch. Now, the problem with Shakespeare in Love, it was so well written. It's Tom Stoppard. It's, you know, it's super fun, but it's not, you know, it's not like this made a difference in film like this. It was just sort of like a light kind of romantic dramedy. So I, you know, it was fully his, it was fully Harvey Weinstein's like campaigning. Like he did dirty tricks. Like it was, it was really gross and it made me sad because it was like a movie I like, but it was, um, you know, he was a terrible person. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, moving on to best picture, the nominees are, and there are 10 all quiet on the Western front. Uh, Christie's favorite movie, um, <laughs> Avatar: The Way of Water. I also didn't see never, that one. I didn't no, see it. I'm never because it's and only I, you in know the what? I, I do like. Um, I do really like Titanic. It's corny as hell, but mm-hmm. I love it. And I would have. I was going to try to see it in the theaters again with the kids, but it didn't work out. Um, I've never seen an Avatar. I just don't care that much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just not, I mean, and it's so long. They're so long. So long. They're so long. Okay. Um, the Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Um, okay. Who should win? Christy, I think I know what you're going to say. Who should so my list of, which of who would be nominated is a little different than this. Okay. Yes. Give it, give it, give <laughs> um, it. So I don't think Top Gun should be in here. Um, I no. think that it should be like, it could win like sound or something like that. Um, 
I would have put. Uh, it got nominated for script, which I like. I like LOL'd when <laughs> it got nominated. I'm like, for what? I mean, I guess like, you know, the um, leanness of the script is good. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, so I would take that one out and put in Woman King. I would. Okay, so just because I didn't like All Quiet on the Western Front, this is an Oscar movie. Like, that's what people love yes. to see war. I would take out Avatar because I feel like people are nostalgia voting for that. I'd, yeah. I bet no one had even seen it. <laughs> like, it was barely out in time for... Yeah, um, yeah. So I would put in Till. It, I mean, I cried so much in that. And I just, today, right before the show, I finished Women Talking highly recommend it's so okay, good because i love um what's her name sarah polly mm-hmm. I, I like adore her i mean i think that's maybe from it's like nostalgia from the movie go like i loved the movie <laughs> Me too. did you ever watch that movie i loved it i loved her so much and she was like an Anne of green gables and i think she was in like ramona maybe um like the pbs ramona and so i, I loved that show loved her <laughs> i know i always kind of loved her and i like root for her to succeed because i'm like she was this child actress and now she's like a really well-known director um so i, I want to see women talking I'm, I'm interested in it and i there's a couple of people from it that they were like, it was almost like there were too many women that they didn't nominate any of them for supporting actress, but they were like, there were some people that were so good in it that should have been nominated for best supporting actress. So, so good. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, Um, I want and believe that everything everywhere all at once should win, will win. I think it will. I really, cause I actually think we're not talking, wait, were we going to talk about it? Oh, you know, I skipped over director. Oh. Um, we'll swoop back into yeah. that um, because I think that the Daniels will win. And I, it's not always paired, but mm-hmm. I, I do think everything ever wrote all at once is going to win. Now I've heard like some of the people that I listened to that were like, there is an opening for Top Gun for like the people that are like <laughs> me. I mean, not that I would like vote for it, but just like the people are like, well, I saw Top Gun. So I'm going to vote for that. The other ones are so dark and whatever. Uh, I'll vote for Top Gun. Cause it saved like movie going experiences or whatever. But like, <laughs> I mean, I would like almost laugh if it, it, it would be like so ridiculous if Top Gun Maverick mm-hmm. won. It'd be like green book here. Picture. Like it's a I joke. Mean, even, I mean, yeah, like, seriously, you're giving it to that? But I actually think everything, everywhere, all at once solves sort of, like, it actually made, for how much it cost, it made, and, it like, nobody saw it coming, really. Mm-hmm. Ever, you know, it was not, like, this is a big, it came out in, like, March. You know, it did not come out in um, Oscar season. I can see it being, like, well, this is a populist movie, but it's very artistically done. It kind of meets all of the metrics that, um, that the Oscars want. So I I. I feel like that's what it's going to be. I just feel like that's the other ones like tar is too small and it's way too like <laughs> women centric. Oh my God. There's like essentially a tornado going on outside. Oh, stay tuned. <laughs> and, hey, um, uh, <laughs> um, I triangle sadness. I think it's cool that it was nominated. I actually really want to watch it. Cause some people said it's like pretty fun. It is fun. Um, it's fun. It's uh, it's really good. Um, except for if you can't handle there's a lot of barfing. Barf, but you fast forward. It is ten full minutes, and <laughs> but what's it's funny. It's done funny. But if you can't handle pu- like definitely fast forward. But how they filmed it 
to look like they're on a rocking boat. Like they built a stage on hydraulics, which is very cool. Um, that is cool. That should win that is some cool. awards. I, I, some I'm, stuff, so, yeah. I'm shocked to see it in here actually though. I was too, because people weren't really talking. I mean, I, when it came out, people talked about it and then it sort of fell off. Um, but I, I I think that the guy Ruben Ostland is the director and I think people, he, he directed Force Majeure, which is a really good movie that was weirdly not nominated for best, whatever it was called, foreign film. Um, but he, he's a cool director and I think they were like, oh yeah. So I, I, I'm happy that like Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking were nominated mm-hmm. because it's like they didn't really get a ton of other stuff, but it's like these are cool movies that from young directors that mm-hmm. it's like, give them a, you know, give them a chance. Um yeah, I really, I do think it's everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. Maybe with a Top Gun spoiler, but I don't really think so. And All Quiet, I got really nervous because it's, all of a sudden it came out of like, like this German movie. And I remember hating that book when I was a kid, like when I read it in high school, I was like, Ugh, I don't want to read a boring <laughs> war book. Um, but I, I just don't think it, it's, you know, it's a Netflix movie, which is fine. But, um, and it, but it's, a, I mean, I. You know, Parasite won, but so foreign language movies have won. Mm -hmm. I just don't think, I don't think this is it. So I think it's everything, everywhere, all at once. I think that that, I think I'm pretty secure in that. And going on to that, now I I went out of my own order, but um, we'll go to director. I guess that'll be our final one. Um, Hold on. The directing. Okay. The nominees are The Banshees of Inishirin, directed by Martin McDonough, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once by The Daniels. The Fablemans by Steven Spielberg, Tar by Todd Field, and Triangle of Sadness by Ruben Osland. Um, I, I think you and I agree. I the Daniels should, and I think they will win. I'm I'm pretty sure they will because it was just so dynamic. Yeah. Uh, so I love it that they're just called the Daniels. I know. I, that, I nobody can remember. Yeah. It's like I mean, I can remember Quan Shiner. That's yeah, kind no. of a tough. I don't know. And like, it, doesn't, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't sound like it's spelled like those. Um. But uh, they should win, hundred percent should win, and I, I'm ninety percent sure that they will. But there's that ten percent Steven Spielberg that might get it. I know it. that's the that is the only other one that like because might, you know they might be like Hollywood loves to masturbate to themselves, and so this I is know exactly a movie about making movies from a famous movie maker that everyone loves. Yes, yes, and he he actually hasn't won as many Oscars it's like Tom the Tom Hanks conundrum is that like everybody thinks he's won so many Oscars or been nominated for something he like low-key hasn't but but he's been around for so long and he's this honored guy and all these younger people model themselves after him you know they're mm-hmm. like Steven Spielberg freaking Dawson you know yeah. oh my God, a, whole, up. a whole TV show <laughs> that we loved was based around <laughs> loving him yeah. um but I think I don't know. I just think that the the problem that the Fablemans had, honestly, if the Fablemans had made more money mm-hmm. and been more successful, it was obviously like critically successful, but if it had been more commercially successful, I think it would have won. I think it would have won everything. It just wasn't. Mm-hmm. And people were kind of like, uh, like you were saying, like it's a little masturbatory. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is about me and my life. And it's like every, I, and I like Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. I do. There are movies of him that I love, but like, it's like every movie is about him and about divorce and like him grappling with the fucking divorce that his parents had, you know, mm-hmm. 60 years ago at this point. And it's like, my, my man, you got, you got <laughs> to get over, over this. <laughs> Have you God. seen it? Have you seen the Fablemans? 
No, I haven't. I'll watch it. I will watch it because I'm like, I again on Fresh Air, I heard a really good interview with him, and what I what I did think was interesting is him. I almost like want to hear him just talk about stuff as opposed mm-hmm. to watching a semi-fictionalized movie of it. Yeah. It's him saying, you know, I always blamed my dad, but then my mom was like, no, I actually had an inappropriate relationship and it really was me, but your dad took the fall. And I think mm-hmm. that that's really interesting because that doesn't really usually happen. You know, yeah. that's not really the trajectory. It's sort of like subverting the, what happens in a marriage, especially a marriage of like, the 1950s that's right. not usually the case so I, I'm interested in that but I also but like I also just you know. the whole time I think I've talked about this before is that I wanted to know what was real and what wasn't and yeah. I wish it had just been full on um, you know autobiographical like so the dad in it seems to be a little like like he was autistic and that's that's how yeah. they made him seem and cold and yeah. and the mom has an affair with the best friend who's Seth Rogen, which he was the best you part love. of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I do love him. But Christy <laughs> canonically on Facebook yeah. loves Seth Rogen <laughs> so much, <laughs> so much. I posted four times about it. But um, Seth Rogen love <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> um, but so yeah, I want to know how much of that is true. Yeah. Yeah, I bet he was because didn't he work? I mean, didn't he work for like some sort of techy kind of thing back in the day? I don't yes. know. Not that like working for IBM tech means that or... you are. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you're like neurodivergent. But I feel like sometimes I'll lend yourself to being yeah. neurodivergent because it's especially some, back then. You know, we totally where they're like, I don't understand these. You know, this technology mm-hmm. and it's, it has to take like a real nerd that can focus on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I. The only other thing I don't really care about Martin McDonough because he directed three billboards and so I, he's suspect, but mm-hmm. he is dating or partners with, um, um, Fleabag. I mean, I know really? that's not her name, but yes, mm-hmm. they've been together for like a really long time. So I'm like, Ooh, is she going to be at the Oscars? That's <gasps> fun. Wonder what oh, she's going to wear. I love, I love herself. The picture of her smoking. Oh. Do you remember? Oh, with the Emmy. Uh, yes. What it was? I think, I think I like posted it on Facebook. I was like, it's me. Yeah. Like if I won Phoebe Waller bridge, by yes, the way, I love her. If I won, um, if I won a, I might, that might have to be the show pick. If I won a, um, an Oscar, or any sort of award like that, I would it catch me with a cocktail smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. at like two in the morning yep. with my award. That's me. Um, yeah, she's she's pretty awesome. God, I kind of want to rewatch that. It was so good. Ugh, it was so good. Um, anyway, so that is our <laughs> that, that is our our thoughts on it. Really, I, I am kind of hoping, even though I have not seen it, I am hoping for an everything everywhere sweep mm-hmm. just because it would be so fun and it's injecting different blood into it. I love, I loved West Side Story. I love Steven Spielberg, but like, like we got it. Mm-hmm. We got it. We got the picture. I love Kate Blanchett. But we, we got it. There's nobody on here that I'm like, sorry, I heard a child screaming. Um, there's nobody on here that I'm like, oh, I hate them. I hate them. But like, but yes, like Honor to Armas, no. And Andrea Riseborough, absolutely not. But there are people that like, I don't think are going to win, but I'm sort of rooting for in general, like Brian Tyree Henry. I think he's awesome. And I was excited that he got nominated for this like teeny tiny movie. I also love Jennifer Lawrence. So anything mm-hmm. she's involved in, I'm like, yay. Um, and he also likes Real Housewives. So I'm <laughs> like automatically rooting for him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, you know, it'll be fun. And like we said, uh, or like I said, Jimmy Kimmel, while I don't support his man show tendencies, mm-hmm. I think he's a good host and hopefully he'll, he'll bring the fun. So I tune back in. We'll on Sunday, we'll start, I think like maybe at noon or something, we'll be like, okay, we're going to start, you know, getting it live going here and it'll give me the perfect excuse to exit the water park <laughs> and go up to my room. And that's with a bottle noon of wine. your time. So two. Yeah. Three mountain, two mountain, one mountain. No, no, no. 11 mountain, 11 mountain. Cause you're going mountains backwards for me. It is. It, oh yeah, yeah. It's earlier. So, earlier. Okay. Yes. yes <laughs> See, this yes. is why time zones are so hard. <laughs> They're really, really hard today. Troy, the guy I work with was like, if something is 10 PST, what time is it here? And I like took me longer than it should to, I was like noon. And so well, I, I got it. And just but it wait till we stop doing, um, Time, oh God! The, to CDT daylight savings time. We're gonna have our own oh, no. thing. Actually, shit, Christy, that's next week. Like on Sunday, it's gonna be oh, um God. on. It's like it's eleventh to twelfth. I know. Well, whatever. We'll figure it out. Gross. We will let y'all know when it is. Um, the question of the week. I don't know why, because I wasn't like, "What's your favorite movie?" Because I feel like we asked that sort mm-hmm. of in our year end wrap up. I was thinking, who should host the Oscars? Mm. Just in general. Who do you think should host the Oscars? I, I've heard like fun ones bandied about. I, I do think it's better when it's a host. Mm. I actually think she's not like my favorite, but I think Amy Schumer is actually a decent host because she's funny and she yep. knows when to move things along. I thought she did a good job. So, you know, we'll see. Who should host? Definitely not. Oh, God. Remember when Anne Hathaway and What's-His-Face hosted together? That was and, so like, bad. It was so bad. And I kind of like in retrospect felt bad for Anne Hathaway because she was like working so hard mm-hmm. and he was just like stoner dude off to the side. Like whatever. Yeah, we hate like, him. Like I don't care. I'm not trying. Oh, he's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder anyway. if you hate him if you're his brother because his brother seems cool. His brother does seem cool. I heard him. He was on Lost Culturistas for like a brief moment because um, Allison Brie um, – we're talking about James Franco, by the oh. way, and his brother is <laughs> Dave Franco. Um, um, Allison Brie was on Lost Culturistas, and she was fantastic because she like – she just she's a little eager. She definitely mm-hmm. has a Hathawayness of her, but she is um, – she knows. Like, I don't know. She like watched – you know when you're like – you, sometimes when an actor is being interviewed, I can like tell that they've studied for right before and they know the right things to say, but they don't like really believe it in their true soul. Mm-hmm. Like she was somebody I was like, oh, this girl watched TV when she was a kid. Like she was a kid who came home and watched TV and like watched shitty shows and watched movies. She gets it anyway, but she's married to Dave Franco, James Franco's uh, brother. And he came on for like a second because they like squealed. They saw him walking by on the Zoom. They're like, that's Dave. <laughs> and he came on. He was like very sweet. He was like, she's a huge fan of you guys. And, you know, we loved, um, uh, what was their movie? What was, um, oh, uh, the... someone I used to know. No, 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 oh. no, no. The, um, Lost Culturistas movie, the, um, um oh, Fire Island. Oh my God. Yeah, they he, they were like we love Fire Island so much. Uh, we watched it like multiple times, and he was really sweet. So um, anyway, so I I Dave Franco seems nice. James Franco seems like he sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Of that group, your boyfriend is the best one, yep. Seth Rogen. Love him. Yep. Love him. 
Anyway, yes. Who do you think should host the Oscars? Not James Franco, obviously. No. I mean, you can uh, say that and then we'll kick you off yes. our site. <laughs> yeah, you're gone. Goodbye. You can't be here anymore. Because um, he seems terrible. And I think he's like been incredibly accused of some assaulty yeah. kind of stuff. So that's fun. Um, okay. TG recommends. Now, this really like, if you like the Oscars, you have to read this book. It's so good. It's called Oscar Wars by Michael Shulman. It's been like... There's been little excerpts here and there. He writes for the New Yorker. What I'll say about this, why I loved it so much, is I was a little bit nervous that it was going to be like, this year this happened, this year this happened. And it does do that a little bit. But really what he does such a good job of is setting up why the Oscars were created. It was essentially like a union thing and kind of a way to celebrate that. And then goes through kind of pivotal years of the Oscars, but not in a... Not in a way like where even I was like, yeah, I know that. Like, I mean, of course, when it got to 2017, I I knew what happened. Like, I Mm -hmm. knew it. But it was, he had more of a background of it because he really did. It was like a research project. But what he does, which I love, is that like, okay, so he's talking about um, the race in which Joan Fontaine and Olivia de Havilland are against each other. They're sisters who hate each other that are going up against each other for best actress. But what he does is he zooms out and kind of focuses on their careers and all the people that are running for like this, this one race, like who is running, who's up for this, you know, best actress and goes back in their careers, not just for that year, but like for kind of their history and their life, like Judy Holiday or, or Joan Fontaine and Olivia de Havilland or Betty Davis or whatever. And it just gives this really cool Oscar history of people most that you know about, but like, you know, that you just didn't know these details. For instance, I didn't know that Candace Bergen was really part of the reason why, like, the Oscars were in a lull. You know, they're always like, the Oscars are dying. Well, they're always kind of dying, but then something brings it back. Mm -hmm. And so it was like the year um, um, that, uh, like, Gregory Peck was the head of uh, the Screen Actors Guild, and he was like, you know, the, the Oscars are flagging because young people aren't interested. They just think it's like it's super boring. And then somehow like Candace Bergen got involved because she was young and she um, she was like int- got all these kind of young stars to like Dennis Hopper to be interested in the Oscars and got them to participate. And it sort of swerved it towards them anyway. And then you also learn that um, she was together with this guy who lived it, he lived in the house. Um, okay, hold on. Candace, I'm, I'm missing the guy's name. Candace Bergen and Terry. Terry Melcher, yes. Candace Bergen was with Terry Melcher. He was a music producer. He's also Doris Day's son. That's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. But he, they lived on Cielo Drive, and this guy named Charles Manson wanted him to, Terry Melcher, to produce him. And Terry Melcher got stressed. Like, he was like, this guy's weird. Let's move out to Malibu. It must be nice to, like, have another house to move mm-hmm. out to. And he, like, rented the house out uh, to, you know, uh, the people that got killed. Like, it, wow. and, they, and they could have been there the whole time. Anyway, so it has all this sort of, like, fun is the wrong word because that's not fun. But it just is sort of, like, it's gossipy, like interesting facts about Hollywood and how it's sort of, it's changed, but also sort of been the same the whole time and all these scandals that go along. It's, it was, I thought it was 
I thought it was really cool. And it was a very quick read. I mean, it was a listen. I Dave had to tell me to turn it off because I was listening to it while he was trying to read his book because I'm an asshole. And I was, <laughs> and he was like, can you put your AirPods in? Because I keep, I'm trying to read this book, but I keep listening to that because it's actually like super interesting and it's stuff that you don't really know about. And even me as like a film minor, but also like somebody who really you know, digs into this stuff. A lot of the stuff I, I really didn't know. Anyway, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And it does talk about how terrible Harvey Weinstein is, um, and how kind of the Oscar campaigns got about and how much that's like a cottage industry that has come up in the last 20 or 30 years. Anyway, it's fascinating. Um, and it, it also has a whole chapter about like the shameful, non-nominations of black people and how uh um, Holly Berry is the last woman um black woman to win best actress and that was mm. 20 years ago um so anyway it's fascinating I loved it I flew through it almost would read it again loved it so yes Oscar Wars by Michael Shulman really loved it so and I listened to it on audiobook because of course I did but the guy that read it was not Michael Schulman I don't know who it was but he did a good job okay. he was like an anonymously I like I feel like I've heard this guy's voice before like he's just somebody that reads stuff mm-hmm. and does a good job there's not like a ton of a ton of voice acting he needs to do so it's like it's a good kind of just narrative voice um all right that's it. We're excited. I'm ready to go. Ready to go to Great Wolf Lodge. Ready to <laughs> ready to escape and watch the Oscars. Um, all right. Get involved with the show. Uh, this show has everything.com. Join the Facebook group. Hopefully you're in it and hopefully you'll participate. I love it. I think it's so fun. Um, the show Twitter is gross. Absolutely not. Um, email us. Tshishow at gmail.com. Send us a voice memo. Uh uh, yeah, and you can just, you can email it to us. I love hearing, you can talk about your Oscar memories. Um, fax us uh, your Oscar ballot at 617-354-8513. The AOL keyword is T-She. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, y'all. And that was everything about the 2023. <laughs> it's so weird. It actually very stresses me out when somebody talks like the 2023 Oscars. This isn't the 2023 Oscars. This is the 2022 Oscars. Yes. It's very so confusing. So, yeah. Yes. I feel like we need to sign off Oscars. like, and we'll see you at the movies or something like that. <laughs> we'll workshop it. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll get there next year. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now Backbeat, the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out Sure, you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. And all the roads we have to walk are winding, and all the lies.
should have somehow realized what you're not to do. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. And all the roads that lead you there were winding. And all the lights that light the way are blinding. Send me, baby. You got. 